You're listening to Destined Women Ministries, the podcast. Enjoy. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for blessing us with another day. Thank you for being in the midst of us. Thank you for your goodness, your promises, how awesome and worthy you are. Thank you so much for washing us with your blood, making us righteous. We love you so much. We honor you today, God, and we thank you for speaking to us about this particular issue. And we ask in the name of Jesus that you give us clarity, that you give us good tips, that you give us understanding. Lord, we love you. You're an awesome God. We honor you. And it's in the name of Jesus that we do pray. Speak to us, Father. Teach us, Father. Amen. So our previous episode, we spoke about hygiene, and I feel led to just go a little further and speak about hygiene during our special time of the month. So I'll just start by telling you what happens when we have our periods. When we have our periods, what happens is, so basically we have a whole cycle, and your cycle It's typically anywhere from 28 days to 31 days. And within this time, your body goes through this process of preparing itself for a child, preparing itself for you to become pregnant. And you'll go through hormonal changes. So your body builds up these different hormones and it will cause you to become hungrier because it says, listen, girl, there's potential you may be getting pregnant and we need you to be strong enough and have enough nutrients and things like that um, for you to be able to carry this child. You all know that first trimester is very crucial. So we want to have those healthy bodies. So I believe children are such a blessing when people are able to have them and produce them and they're healthy. They have healthy pregnancies. It's a blessing because as I said, that first trimester is no joke. Um, You know, your child's survival means a lot. So your body does a lot to uh, ensure that you are healthy enough to carry this child and to start developing this fetus. So before you're pregnant, you go through these hormonal changes, you have breast tenderness, um, you have all of these things going on in your body, you're hungry, you're fatigued, you're tired. And this is all in preparation for baby. We call it PMS, premenstrual um, symptoms or premenstrual syndrome. And you go through these symptoms, the lining of your uterus begins to thicken because it says, okay, there's a potential that she's getting pregnant and we're going to have to carry this child. So thicken up the, the lining of this uterus. And what else happens to your body during that time? I'm sure, I'm just trying to cover the basics for anyone who may not know um, what happens to your body. Um, of course, during your cycle, some at some point during your cycle, you begin to ovulate. So it's really important for us to know about our cycle because then we can understand why we behave the way we do or why we have certain emotions and it will help us to get a grip on our emotions. So when I was a younger woman, I realized that it was not really a good look for people to be able to know when it was almost your time of the month. Like, are you about to get your period? Because you got an attitude. Like, I did not like that. So it helped me to become more aware of my behavior, my feelings, my emotions, and to start becoming more in tune with my body and how it was feeling so that I would be able to control my happiness and my attitude and my reactions by saying, okay, you know, it's almost my time of the month. I need to chill out. I need to relax. 
So that's just the tip. Like you should know when you're ovulating. And if you don't know how it feels, there are certain things that will let you know you're ovulating. Your discharge changes. So our bodies are wired. We're we're identified by our gender, aka our sex. Our bodies are actually wired to um, be with our husband and to produce children. And that's that's one of the reasons why we have our reproductive system, right? That's one of the reasons that makes us who we are as women. Um, our ability to reproduce, that charge to reproduce. And that's one of the reasons now, because everybody does not reproduce and doesn't make you any less of a woman. I want to put that out there. So you, when you begin to ovulate, listen to what happens, your body begins to produce this, a a different type of discharge. And it is, um, it has more, uh, more consistency, if I would say to it, it's not like the usual, your body is self-cleaning. It's thicker. Um, not like a cottage cheese kind of thick, just like, um, maybe a little, milkier or a little more mucusy, if I can put it that way. And it happens like this because your body is literally preparing itself for sexual intercourse. And the way I don't want to go too much into this because I don't, I think it's okay. I don't, I'm just going to go as the Lord leads me as far as, as I can go. But, um, your body is preparing itself to be intimate with someone. And it's, the the discharge or the the vaginal secretions the wetness of the vagina will potentially enhance your chances of getting pregnant but it will definitely cause you to want to do what people need to do to reproduce now most of us are saints and I'm not saying everybody has the same mind but I know that everybody does not always want to get busy during that time of the month so if you don't feel like hey you know I, I have a sexual urge then that's fine. That's good. We're not, we're really not supposed to, you know. And if you feel that way during your special time of the month where you say, man, I really feel like I want to have sex. Well, that's normal. That's your body saying, girl, get pregnant because that's what God created you to do. However, what you do when you're saved is you have, and you're single, you have to submit that to the Lord and say, God, deliver me, help me with my hormones. You created my body. I need you to regulate this because I don't feel comfortable feeling this. Um, but anyway, when you're ovulating, you have that that different type of discharge to basically enhance your sex life. You um, may feel some slight cramping to your lower, either left or right abdomen. You may feel like a little pain, a little discomfort on that in that area. And that is usually a sign of ovulation. Um, and you would have to know your body to really get a good grip on what other symptoms happen around the time that you're ovulating. But for the most part, nothing too major besides the change in your discharge. Maybe some people have a, a sexual urge and some people um, may feel that, that little pain on their, on their sides. Those are kind of typical symptoms of ovulation. When you're finished ovulating, so you ovulate for probably, so it's probably, it usually starts, it depends on your cycle. It usually starts about a week and a half to two weeks after the last day of your period, right? You start ovulating. I believe that's how it goes. 
and you ovulate usually for about a week. So now we're three weeks into your cycle. And Lord willing, I'm right. (laughs) I believe I'm right because I look at these things for my own self. So it's usually about a week and a half to two weeks after your period ends, your body begins to ovulate. It says, okay, we can get back to this this charge that we have (laughs) to, to make sure she's ready for pregnancy. You start ovulating for about a week. Midpoint, you're the most fertile. Okay, so you're not as fertile throughout that whole, you know, however many days time span. Remember, it can be about a week, but everyone's cycle is unique. Okay, everyone's cycle is their own. So your cycle may be a little shorter than others, and some, you know, your cycle may be a little longer. Nobody will ever be longer than 31 days unless you live on a different planet and you know, because when we get into it, the moon and all that stuff has something to do with it. So your 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 cycle is not going to be longer than 31 days. I want you to know that in the earth realm. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. You're not on like Mars or Saturn. You know, they're not like 40 days or however many days. You're, you, you get what I'm saying. It's going to be at, at tops 31 days. After you ovulate, um, so you may be a little fertile, then you get kind of really fertile, then you get really, really fertile, and then you go down to being kind of fertile, then a little fertile, and then you're not fertile. And when your body realizes, okay, this egg or these eggs that we released did not get fertilized by a sperm. Now we have to undo all of this hormones and all of this is okay. So that's the whole process right there. And so your body cleanses itself and then you get into your cycle, the end of your cycle, the, the, the menstruating, the bleeding. Okay. And that is the lining of your uterus shedding. That's why you have blood clots. It's trying to kind of get all of that stuff out. We don't want blood clots though. Okay. Honestly, you're really not even supposed to bleed more than about um, what is it? Is it like a cup? It's like a few ounces of blood, but it's also mixed in with fluids. And like I said, blood clots, when you see blood clots, it's said that it's really not a good thing. It just means that your uterus is having trouble shedding that skin or not skin. Help me, Jesus. Ain't no skin on your uterus shedding that lining. Um, so it's not unusual for you to literally sometimes maybe just see something that looks like, um, a bloody film, you know, that you'll say, hey, what is that? That's literally the lining of your uterus. It's just like, um, it looks maybe almost transparent, but it's kind of red. That's a good thing. That's what you want to see because that's literally the lining of your uterus shedding out. Um, You don't even have to bleed heavy all the time. So if you have those issues, sometimes it can be spiritual. And um, I'll, if the Lord reminds me, I'll tell you about that. trying to keep it to hygiene though, however this thing goes, okay? Um, But you don't want to see blood clots. You want to keep your body as healthy as possible. It's not like the end of the world if you see blood clots, okay? But you want to make your um, the passing of the lining of your uterus as comfortable for you as possible because when you get to clotting, you usually get to cramping and it's really uncomfortable. So you want it to be a smooth process. Um, So I'm going to do my due diligence to share with you some of the things that I've I put into practice to make sure that I maintain menstrual health all month long, okay? And some of the things I do while I actually have my special friend 
and um, to keep myself feeling good and feeling clean. So let's talk about this. The first thing that I have to tell you all about is this portable bidet. So I'm going to tell you how to spell bidet. It's B-I-D-E-T. It's a portable bidet. And you can look it right up on Amazon. If you've never heard of a bidet, it's like usually this um, a Porsche, a part that is attached to a toilet, and it's separate from you know the actual toilet. So it's not toilet water spraying up you, but um, it it comes out and it kind of cleans that area down there. Well, everybody doesn't have that. That's supposed to be super fancy. Um, yeah. Yeah, bidets are really super fancy. Sometimes it's a part, sometimes it's just a separate thing in general. It depends on how fancy you are. Anyway, I have this portable bidet. It looks like um, a, a opaque plastic bottle. I'm sure it's BPA free. It has a curved um, nozzle. It's like at a 90 degree angle. So you hold it upside down and you squeeze it. It has like a spout look similar to like a shower head, but it's very small. You just hold it a few inches away from your private area. And after you filled it up with some warm water and you're going through that time of the month, you can just squeeze it and clean yourself the front way and the back way. And I love to do it because I feel like that time can be so messy and I don't like to be messy. And when you clean yourself with this um, water, and what I used to do, I used to have a plastic bottle, y'all, and I had a plastic bottle for years. And I'm like, there has to be a better way in the earth realm for me to clean down here during my time of the month than filling up this plastic bottle. And there was, it's a portable, <laughs> portable bidet. But anyway, B-I-D-E-T, spell it for you again. So you turn it upside down, squeeze it, and oh my goodness, one thing I can say is that when you do it, it can really reduce the mess of leaks. It helps you to be cleaner. It helps you to feel fresher. You know, sometimes when you have it and it's the middle of the night and you're like, man, I don't even want to deal with this mess that's going to be going on when I have to use the ladies room in the middle of the night. Well, that bidet helps that, that so much. Um, where you can clean yourself and it's not that big overnight mess, you know, you're good. You done got rid of the, the worst part and you can just, um, wipe up and dry off, change your pad, go ahead on about your life. Also something that, um, is really important for us to know about changing our pads. You can change your pad every couple of hours. If you want to keep the odor down, remember this is like live flesh and blood. So it may not smell the best, okay? It may not smell the best. And remember, it's mixed up with different hormones and whatever else was going on inside of your body. It may not smell very good. So just because you may not be bleeding that heavy, that does not mean that you don't have to change your pad. You still should change your pad, okay? Um, just because you may not be having a heavy day, that does not mean that you just walk around with that same pad on all day. You know, I understand sometimes we go on shopping trips, whatever, whatever. And sometimes we don't like to deal with our personal stuff when we're outside in the public. I understand that. But if you can change that pad every couple of hours to keep yourself as fresh as possible. Okay. So I like to use that portable bidet because it keeps me clean. Oh my goodness. I don't want to mess. I don't want to mess on my hands. Okay. I don't want to mess anywhere. So that portable bidet helps with the mess. Um, something else that I use are wipes. So I was, um, 
using these plant-based wipes that I get from Whole Foods, when I recently found out that Costco actually gives you 692 of some plant-based wipes. So I'm like, I want those. And it's like $15.99 for 692. I'm telling y'all, I enjoy my low Costco trips, okay? So um, I use those. Those are, they're fine. Um, you know, I, I'll, well, I just found out about them and I purchased them, but I purchased them to store away because that's how serious I am about my time of the month and using those. I'm like, we're going to have this in storage. Yes. Thank you for the water. Thank you for the canned goods. Also, I'm going to need some wipes. Okay. If we're going to store away and we're going to get what we want, let me put some wipes to the side so I can make sure that I'm clean um, during that time. But also, can I tell y'all like a little secret on the side for the ladies though? And I get just, okay, listen, you should use wipes when you go number two. I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all to keep yourself clean because poop does not smell good. You should use wipes. And this is the example that I feel brings this this opinion of mine on home. The fact that just think about how an infant would look, how their behind would look if we only use toilet tissue on them and they're slick. They don't have no hair or nothing. Y'all see what I'm saying? Think about how their behinds would be or how clean their behinds would be with just tissue. And you can even remove the fact that sometimes it get messy back there in that pamper. Just focus right on that same region. It would really not be that clean. So those wipes really help to clean that baby and freshen that baby. Well, now let's take it to the big grown people, okay? <laughs> sometimes those wipes are really instrumental in keeping you clean and smelling good back there. So I think um, that's a really important hygiene tip, but it's also important for when you have that time of the month to, even if you use your portable bidet or if you say, well, I'm not really bleeding heavy enough to use the bidet today, you know, I'll just be using the wipes exclusively fine, but it gets all the extra stuff up. It gets all the dried up blood that can be on the, the outer region where your skin is. And to the best of your ability, you really want to get that off. Okay. So, um, wipes help with that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Use your wipes. And for those of us who don't shave or wax or whatever, I'm not here to judge you. Whatever you do, that's fine. But I usually, and you be led by the Lord about what you do with your hair, your pubic hairs and stuff like that. But I am an advocate for at least cutting it. Okay. If you're not going to shave it or wax it or whatever, I think it's really nothing wrong with cutting it because of all the things that go on in that area, um, your body, again, is wired to be intimate with a man and to be found attracted to a man. So something that happens with your pubic hairs is that there are certain um, hormones and maybe, for lack of better words, chemicals that come out of your body, natural things, of course, that are made to... Um, be dried up kind of like on your pubic hair to give you a certain scent. And this certain scent causes a chemical reaction in a man's mind and it turns him on. So first of all, anyway, let's just, I'll just slide on, just keep on going. Anyhow, um, sometimes 
for us, you know, they smell it and they say, oh my goodness, that smells just like vagina. But for us, we're like, I don't want to smell vagina. <laughs> like, I just don't. So it helps you to stay a little cleaner down there and not have that, quote, vagina smell if you just, like I said, if you don't want to shave it, if you don't want to wax it, if you just clip those hairs sometime, okay, you would um, get that smell that's really that's really intrinsically there for your husband to turn him on. You would get that smell out. Not even saying that. Anyway, I'll just I'll slide on past that. Anyhow, so those are some hygiene tips right there. Let me see what else I have written down about the time of the month. So I said the portable bidet. I said the wipes. Those things are so crucial for me. Like those are the most important things. Like. Okay, so let's go on. The special wash, I told you about that in the previous episode, how I use the period care, literally two to three pumps. I don't know, everybody's body is different, but for me, that's the most because anything else, it's time for irritation. And when you use that portable bidet, make sure you kind of put it back far enough to not hit you too close and maybe hit your urethra or, and cause something that could potentially irritate you. You don't want it to irritate you now. Even though it's just water, the force of it directly on you could be irritating. So just take that into consideration. Something else that I use is um, Shatavari. I'm going to spell it S-H-A-T-A-V-A-R-I. I'm going to spell it again. S H A T A V as in victory. A-R-I, Shatavari, okay? Shatavari. And um, this is an herb and it's good for reducing inflammation, regulating moods and stuff like that. So it's really um, known for being good for your um, period health, for your overall menstrual health, overall menstrual cycle health. It'll keep you in a good mood, keep you feeling good, keep those hormones nice and balanced, you know? And I'm going to tell y'all something. Um, during like the time of the month, this is what I'll do. And um, I recently started doing this. I take something called Boswellia, B-O-S-W-E-L-L-I-A, and it is like better than Advil, and I'm not even joking, for pain um, reduction. It is amazing. If you have back issues, if you have knee pain, like I'm not even playing with y'all, take that at night because I know how it is when you wake up in the morning and you have certain joint issues and inflammation issues. You take that Boswellia at night. When you wake up in the morning, whoo! You feel good. Your joints feel all moist and I'm lubricated. There we go. That's the right word. Um, oh my goodness. It is. Those Boswellia is awesome. So during your time of the, of the month, it helps so much. So I take Shatavari. Let me say it. Did I say that right? Because, you know, I see stuff. Yep, I did. Shatavari, I take Boswellia. And those things help so much. And I also take ashwagandha. So I take those three things. Ashwagandha is good for relaxing you, for relaxing your muscles, for relaxing your mind, <laughs> your body. And for the married people, it's also supposed to be really good for your sexual health as far as um, helping you out with your climax and um, just overall 
um, desire and all that extra stuff. You can get the picture. I don't have to go in too deep with it. I haven't had that experience. Thank you, Jesus. I just use it for the reasons I said before that. For relaxation, I know it's good for you, and um, I know it's good for your muscles, and I just like to have all those all those good things that God has placed on this earth for us. I want them in my body, okay? <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell you the brand. The brand is called Himalaya since 1930. So when you see it, you'll know what it is because it says Himalaya since 1930. They have these nice organic herbal supplements. I got mine from Whole Foods, but they're all online. I like to shop when I buy supplements online. I like to shop at Vitamin Shop. Um, usually that's like my go-to place, but there's a couple of others, but vitamin shop is usually my go-to. Even when I'm just buying stuff like those trace minerals that I tell you about for hydration, which may actually help you a lot. Thank you, Jesus, that we even hit on that during your time of the month. Oh my goodness. So again, Himalaya since 1930, that's the supplement um, company I use. So I can't vouch for any other potency, anybody else's potency, any other brand's potency. I can tell you that Himalaya since 1930, if I feel any cramping coming on, I take ashwagandha, boswellia, and shatavari, and I am fine. I have It's better than Advil. I'm not even playing, and I have had bad cramps. Y'all know, I tell you, I have passed out. I have gone to the hospital. I have had some issues. It, go, it has gone down to my legs. I am telling you, that three, those three combination, it works. And if I can avoid putting things in my body that are not natural, I do. I know sometimes we can't, but for that situation, it seems like I can. So I, I use I use that. Electrolytes. So if you have, sometimes we're dehydrated literally and we don't even know it. Um, just because you're drinking water, that does not mean that you're hydrated on that molecular level where you're getting the the metals that you need and the minerals you need to continue to allow that electricity to conduct through your body and really keep your body functioning. Something that happens when you're dehydrated is that you cramp up. You will have cramps in your stomach. You will have cramps in your legs. If you have Charlie horses and you notice you know you may be tense or crampy, you may need some electrolytes. So I go to the vitamin shop and um, I buy electrolytes and the best ones I've had so far is Trace Minerals. They are a little more expensive. They were $24.99, but I'm telling you, they are absolutely excellent and worth it. And they have everything. It's, um, it comes from Salt Lake City, um, Utah, and the, min the minerals, it comes from the, the lake out there. <laughs> I guess that information is also on the bottle and it's from the vitamin shop. It's their brand. Okay. $24.99 worth every penny. For those of us who stock food, it's good to have that to enhance the, the, the hydration of your water. Okay. I had to break that down, slow down for my own self. Thank you, Jesus. And, um, for those of us during our time of the month, so your body is going to be thirsty. If you're not thirsty during that time of the month, 
you may drink a lot of juice and a lot of soda and your body is just kind of like shut down to really knowing what real hydration and real thirst is. So it's just like functioning however it can function because during that time of the month when you're losing all of that blood and you're losing all of those fluids and your body temperature is increasing and decreasing whatever it's going through, you're going to be thirsty. Your body's going to say, I need water. If you have electrolytes that you can drop in that water, increase the hydration, there's a really strong chance that you can decrease your cramping instantly, okay? Thank God for the natural things he put on this earth. So those minerals inside of the trace minerals that I have now are, they have like gold in them, platinum, silver. They have all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but... Our bodies actually need these things. We It's so amazing to me the way God made our bodies to run. But as natural as this earth is, this is natural as we need things. So imagine that we were actually just supposed to be drinking out of somebody's spring anyway. Like we weren't even supposed to have purified plastic bottles of water. And so they even recommend that you just use those trace minerals in your purified water to add some minerals to it to make it more like natural water. And I only drink spring water. I mean, unless there's some diet emergency, but for my home, I only buy spring water. If I'm out, I'm getting spring water unless I'm like, I just can't remember any other time. I just don't want to put it on myself like, oh, always. Like if there's something bad happening, I'm going to drink some purified water. Um, I remember when I was working, I had, I had to have purified water and it did not taste good to me. But anyway, um, spring water has the minerals in it. I still add the, the trace minerals to that because I need that extra hydration. Sometimes we have electrolyte imbalances and we don't know, and we can be fatigued. We can be crampy. We can be hungry. We can be tired. We can be dizzy. We can pass out. Sadly, some people go into comas. It can be fatal electrolyte imbalances. So you need to make sure that during that time of the month, you're drinking a lot of water and you're being hydrated. So it's okay as a part of your period health to add some good electrolytes into your water. I did not say drink Gatorade. You can have coconut water if you want that, but what I'm telling you has more minerals in it. Um, not Gatorade. Body armor is nice, but I'm just saying the trace minerals are more natural. Okay. Something else. Hmm. Magnesium gummies. Listen, y'all. First of all, Calm gummies taste so good. I have definitely had more than one serving of those gummies in a day. And they give you <laughs> they give you four for one serving for an adult. But it actually helps. Like if you feel yourself beginning to cramp up, yes, go get some magnesium gummies. Take your um, shatavari, your ashwagandha, stuff like that. You'll be fine. But I'm telling you, with that um, ashwagandha, boswellia, and the shatavari, you don't even need the magnesium gummies, okay? But those magnesium gummies on a daily basis, if you just make it a regular part of your regimen, it will help with the overall health of your body. When you're menstruating, it will help you to feel calmer, more relaxed, and those muscles to not become as tense. That's what you need. And you want to eat a healthy diet because you don't want bloating and stuff like that because... Literally, bloating is just gas, okay? And you want to make sure that your digestive system is nice and clear and that gas is coming out. So don't be afraid to have like a teaspoon 
or two teaspoons of some apple cider vinegar in the morning with a lot of water because that will flush out your digestive system. And I believe in starting the day with a nice, clean digestive system. I believe it helps with energy. I believe it helps with your overall mood and the way your body digests what you're going to eat for that day. So when you wake up in the morning, a couple of tablespoons, not tablespoons, excuse me, teaspoons of apple cider vinegar and drink down water. Something that you can do to train yourself to drink water when you first wake up in the morning, keep a bottle of water next to your bed. You will be so surprised how simple that is and how quickly it will flush you out. Um, and you can move on up. The more water you drink, the more your body will flush. So like literally before you even take that morning shower, you will have gone to the bathroom like two to three times, depending on what's going on inside that stomach. Okay. So yeah, that will help with keeping your bloating down. And that's what you want. And of course, apple cider vinegar has detoxifying um, properties to it. And it's said to help with fat burning. And we all would want that. And I think that's about it for hygiene. I have a tip. I can say I love my heating pad. I found um, a reasonably priced heating pad at Bed Bath & Beyond. It was It's weighted. It weighs a couple of pounds. But not only is it, which is really good for when you have cramps, the, the pressure on your stomach, applied to your stomach. But not only is it um, weighted, it also is a massager too. And it has three different modes. I usually don't want it to go up too high because then it start making me feel shaky or something strange, like weird or like it's just too high. So um, yeah, the, the that heating pad, that helps me so much during that time. And um, I just think it's nice and proper, you know, if you can to have like a, a, a special garbage can for your, your pads. And y'all may say, Tiffany, you're doing too much. But I think it's okay to have like a covered um, trash can for your pads and maybe your wipes for when you go number two. You know, you don't necessarily want people to just walk into your bathroom and see that. Okay. You, you don't necessarily want them to do that. Even if you wrap your pads up in tissue, um, like I was taught to do by my mom, you still don't want, I mean, if you can cover it, fine. If y'all feel like that's extra, fine. But that's just something that I, I like to have like a separate garbage can for those things. And then, you know, my garbage can that's cute, that matches the bath, the, the bathroom decor, you know, we can throw the Q-tips in there and the, the cotton pads in there and stuff like that, that we use to, for the toner on our skin and the tissues. But the, the pads and, and the, the used wipes, like I think those should be out of sight. But anyway, those are my tips for period health and hygiene. I really hope that helped. Also, sea moss is really good for, um, if you get some good sea moss, oh my goodness, it is so good for period health. I mean, you will feel strong. You will feel happy because sea moss overall, it increases your mood. It makes you feel good good. You just feel good. Like, wow. <laughs> it makes you feel really good about your life, about your day, about everything. I love sea moss, some good sea moss. Okay. Some good stuff. Cause sometimes I don't think it's always good, but if you get some good stuff, yeah, that's good. And, um, it's really excellent for reproductive health. Y'all sea moss is really good to keep things working there. Um, and I told you in the previous episode how that, how CMOS attributes to your sexual health, but just overall your reproductive health, menstrual health, all that stuff too. 
Um, it, it contributes to that. It helps to balance you hormonally, keeps you in a good mood and stuff. So I suggest trying out some sea moss if you have not. Um, okay. And then, and you know what? And sea moss, having the gel is a really good way to um, make sure that you're getting a smoothie in and you're getting in those micronutrients, those good things that we need, those antioxidants we need, those the, the things that we need that God has placed into fruits and, and spinach and stuff like that that you may put into your smoothie or the wheatgrass that you put into your smoothie. That's what I like to do because, I mean, I have my preference. I like to use powdered greens above fresh greens when I'm doing a smoothie. Um, so yeah, that's it, y'all. I love you. I pray this helped you. Let's all grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's all grow as women. Let's be good. Even if, I mean, I know this is benefiting, um, married women too, but, um, as single women, it's really good to have this and take this into your marriage. Married women, you have daughters and stuff. It's good for them to know these things about their health and about their bodies and how to keep it. Y'all, I love you. I thank you so much for listening to me. Listening to me, I really appreciate you listening to these podcasts. I really appreciate you supporting the ministry. I really appreciate you sowing into the ministry. It means so much to me and um, it's very encouraging to me to keep going that what I'm doing is actually relevant enough for somebody to feel um confident enough to sow into it. So I just want to thank you and become more proactive at thanking you for doing it. Thank you so much for being a blessing to my life and being a blessing to my ministry. It means so much to me as I continue to do what the Lord has called me to do. God bless you. May you receive a prophet's reward and may you become a better woman because of some of the mistakes that I've made, some of the things that I've learned and because of whatever the Lord puts on my heart to share with you all. I love you so much. Thank you for helping me to build such a wonderful community by the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Destined Women Ministries podcast. I pray this fellowship was edifying, enlightening, and encouraging. If our fellowship blessed you today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. While you're at it, share this episode with friends, family, co-workers, social media followers, or anyone you believe would benefit from this teaching. And I'll be right back here every Monday and Thursday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Destined Women Ministries podcast. For more information about this ministry, please visit www.destinedwomen.com ministries.com.